You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Still sounds good. Still smells good. Mm. I'm sure it tastes Still like tastes junk. delicious. <laughs> so goodness. In fact, <laughs> you're going to rub my nose up. Yeah, I could. You're right across the desk. How <laughs> <laughs> you like that? How you like that? Huh, buddy? Huh? <laughs> yeah, the coach John Wayne, that'll be the day. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris is so tough. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee squeezes him to get juice. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. I don't know. One of those. Wow. Good week with you. Yes. It's been good. Yes, and, it has uh, been. To be able to spend this time is it's awesome. It's been great being here, uh, enjoyable to see other teens. Mm. And it's like the faces just interchange, but everything else is exactly the same. Here's the problem. The faces interchange because the last time I was here, it was their older brothers and sisters right. or that their uncles and aunts and yep. you know it's it and it, it's scary because a lot of their parents were kids that I either you know taught in school or mm-hmm. were part of that other ministry something yes. like that so yeah it's um yeah it's it's interesting it's and the kids will come up hey my dad so and so I'm like yes. oh no John Marshall's daughter's here. Yes. And I said, oh, man, your dad. Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Your dad, their their church is here from Toledo. Yes. Is it Hope Baptist? Hope Baptist. Baptist. And And, yeah, yeah, so I was talking to his daughter, and uh, I said, man, your dad came to our church when he was younger than you are right now. Yeah. And, and he goes, yeah, I'm the youngest, too. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I said, man, you know how old I feel right now? Unbelievable. <laughs> I felt 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I didn't look in the mirror. So <laughs> let me say, this week, if you've been hearing ambient noises at all, we're, we are oh, yes. we are at camp. This is the quietest place somewhere. we probably could possibly find, yeah. and it's not quiet. No, no. There's kids everywhere and counselors everywhere and making noise, and I didn't tell them they didn't it's have camp. to. So it is, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So if you hear some noises, don't worry, you're not losing it. And uh, we try not to have that stuff, but sometimes you just got to be on location. We're on location. That's it. And... Uh, yeah, so learning some great things this week from teenagers where they're at, and I I, I got to tell you the story. This tact was filmed on location <laughs> live, and no teenagers were injured. Well, well, take that back. Yeah, they did play cat in the hat, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't film it. We only recorded it, <laughs> but we are going to film one, number uh, one thousand. Yes, man, I wish we had a uh, new intro to go with that. <laughs> Keep them Gotta coming. wait a come month. On, come on, you can do it. Gotta wait um, a month. Uh, so I'm I'm talking about learning things from kids, and I I met two girls uh, the first night, and I just said, "Hey, how you girls doing?" You know, I tried to meet them all and get around, and I said, "So how's it going?" And this girl said, "Not very good." And I said, "Oh, really?" I said, "What's going on?" And I thought she was talking about camp. She said, "My mom and dad are getting divorced." Mm. I was like, "Oh, sweetie, I am so sorry." And oh. I said, "My heart is broken yes. for you." I said, "Man." I said, let me, let me, there was another young lady there, and I said, can, can I just pray with you girls? And we were out right out in the courtyard, you know, and I said, can I just pray with you girls right now? And 
I said, you know, my mom and dad never divorced, but they had a very tough time in their marriage, and they were going to. I think they, I think they were about ready, and they went and got some counseling. My mom did one guy counseling, and that saved their marriage. And oh man, I'm so glad because I, I thought as a kid, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to choose a parent to live with. Who am I gonna oh, live with? Yes. You know, and do I love one more than the other? And how can I save this thing? And she said, you know, it's just one of my parents just doesn't really want to be in. They don't want to be apart, mm. and the other one's trying, but not very hard. And so my heart goes, yeah. oh. So I, you learn that young people today struggle with some very difficult things, as, as young people have done for, you know, yes. centuries. But it just seems today like there's more, and it's it's harder yeah, for I some d- reason. I didn't even mean to overhear that conversation, and mm-hmm. I— uh, when you were praying with those three girls, you said, "God, please help Peter and Sandra to work yeah, this all out." I know. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know who they were. <laughs> yeah, no, but... just just three really nice <laughs> Arab American girls <laughs> with parents that fight like Jordanian, cats and dogs. Yeah, Jordanian, yeah. that's right, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. So. no, no. Whoever they may be, whoever <laughs> they may be. <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> I want to come back to camp again, please, please. <laughs> Unbelievable. So these kids, they're leaving here. They're going home. They're going to confront parents, friends, computers, iPhones, iPads, you know, all that stuff. It's a tsunami of the world. It is. But there's an oasis. Amen. The church. Amen. The church. How can the church help these kids? Let me say, first of all, that if you are listening to this, you're a church member and your kids went to camp this summer anywhere, please find those kids. Ask them what decisions they made. Pray with them and encourage them. And every now and then, write them a little note and say, hey, are you still on track? Are you still on track? You see them at church. Are you still on track? Stay with them for the long haul. If you, It's kind of like any habit. If you break a bad habit... It takes about six months. If you're going to develop a habit, it takes about six months. Yeah. And we have kids come home from camp and we think, oh, good, they made great decisions. And we let them go. And if we don't bolster that, if we don't build that, within a few weeks, it's gone if we don't do that. So church, help us out. Yeah, I do not agree with Hillary Clinton. It does not take a village, Mm. but it does take a church. It does. We have had lots of bus captains and bus drivers Mm -hmm. who they have befriended the teens on their, I mean, good godly mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I can think of like Daryl Hardin. Yeah. Daryl Hardin, yep. he loved the kids on his bus route. He, he loved the workers on mm-hmm. his bus route. And he would have his eye on somebody. They're like fourth grade, fifth mm-hmm. grade. He's watching them. By the time they gotten in sixth grade, he would talk to the parents and say, hey, next year when they're going to be able to work on a bus, mm-hmm. can I have them? Wow. And he would keep them. I mean, I remember one time I tried to move a person off. He said, Danny, you can't do that. I've been praying for them for seven years. Wow. You know, I mean, it, and and I mean, he made a difference. Yeah. He was not an outspoken man. Nope. He didn't preach at him. But he befriended him and loved them to mm-hmm. death. Yeah. You know, it, you could be you could be in a church and let's say you're a junior church worker or you're a Sunday school teacher or you know, I don't know what different churches do and allow. Maybe you're a bus worker. You know what you ought to do? You ought to go find one of those teens that went to camp and say, you know, I really need an extra worker. If I come by and pick you up, would you go with me on visitation, whether it's on Saturday, Thursday, whatever it is, and, you know, then I'll come by and pick you up. 
Okay, so it may take you a half an hour out of your way. Maybe it's 20 minutes one way and 20 minutes back out of your way. Is that 40 minutes well spent mm -hmm. making a difference in a teenager? To, to think that a teenager hears an adult say, I want you. Would you come and help me? Would you, you know, I could really use some help. Teenagers don't hear that. No. They hear, hey, punk, you know, get yeah. out of my way, you know, or yeah. how come you don't stand up when they're walking in the room? That's what they hear. Right. And, I mean, it it's transformative whenever you do something like that. Yeah. I'll tell you what they hear today. You're lazy. Yeah. You don't work. Yep. You're no good. You're a whiner. You know, that's what they hear. And, and they're not all like that. No. Uh, and there are some kids in the world like that today, but a lot of our church kids are good kids. Well, would you like to make some a little stronger yeah. by your personal investments exactly. in time? Exactly. You know, let's let's say, let's say a kid's dad is a computer guy. They're not known for being car mechanics, you know, but maybe they are. But mm -hmm. but they're not known for being a car mechanic. Wait, well, you got a bus driver who that's also a truck driver, and you know, and he befriends a young guy, and you know, just happens to check with the dad. Hey. After we go on visitation, I gotta, you know, do a, you know, fix a crankcase or something. You know, and can your boy sort of come and watch? You're you're investing now in something that maybe he likes. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But you're making an investment. That extra trip, that extra work, that extra effort, buying him a McDonald's when after you're done with the visitation or something, you're investing in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that the that the average church member even comprehends the weight of influence they could have on somebody mm -hmm. by just getting involved. It isn't just hands off, I'm the youth director. I mean, it, it, a church can make a difference in the lives of mm -hmm. young people. I was, in, I was in Cabela's picking up some fishing lures, and this old guy was grumbling and complaining. He was in an electric scooter. Oh. He's grumbling and complaining. Because he was waiting in line. It yes. was a long line. There was only one person in the cash shop. Oh. These young people, they don't know. I said, hey, can I ask you something? I said, who raised these kids? He looked at me. He knew we were dead in the water. Mm -hmm. I said, buddy, our generation raised these kids. We messed up. We did something wrong. It's our fault. And uh, I said, but the good news is, is that we can be part of the solution, too. We, we got grandkids coming. Yeah. And and we still have some influence in our kids' lives. So, you know, before you complain about these kids, realize that you may be part of the yeah. problem, be part of the solution. Amen. And like you say, take those kids under your wing. And I want you to know that at, at, at Kobiak, this week of Kobiak, um, I've encouraged kids to get involved in their church. And mm, pastors, amen. get your kids involved. You and I both know that at Cleveland Baptist Church, at Bible Baptist Church, at North Columbus Baptist Church, the emphasis has always been an involved people are usually happy people. Mm -hmm. if, they've got, if they've got a vested interest because they're involved, they're less likely to become complaining and nitpicking. Um, get people involved in the ministry and get these young people involved in the ministry. And let them let them you know be a part of if a bus ministry or start some ministry for them some kind yes. of outreach. The seeds have been planted and they have opportunity yes. now to to grow in the Lord. And if you don't let them in the choir or in the nursery or in a Sunday school class or in a nursing home, 
they're they're not going to grow. And yeah, they're going to need some training. And I think most would say, well, I just don't have the time, or I don't have the. Then find somebody who does. Yeah. You know who needs to get involved? Seniors need to get involved. Amen. And that that can be a great mix, Amen. young and old. And uh, we took our grandkids to a retirement home, nursing home service the other day. Brother Wolven, you cannot believe what that did for those seniors. Oh, yes. And my little grandson got up and sang, and they applauded, and he said, Poppy, can I sing another one? That's awesome. He, he said, I'm a, little, I'm a little scared, Poppy, but that's I want to do awesome. it. That's awesome. And he did it. It was phenomenal. And, and that's where those seeds get sown. Absolutely. Of, hey, this is fun doing something for Jesus. Right. I said, Harrison, do you think you'd like to be a preacher someday? He goes, maybe, Poppy. I said, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's how you do it. Amen. So you got to get them involved. So what else can a church do to help a young person? Well, you definitely need to be praying. Yes. You know, we, we, we I remember Brother Thompson, you know, somebody said, well, we're going to have to really start praying about this. And he went, oh, has it come to that? You know, yeah. It, yeah. because it's so easy for us to think of, well, okay. I guess we, but that's, that's an amazing thing. How about don't pray, don't only pray for, how about pray with? Yes. You know, wouldn't, like that, that. wouldn't that be great? Mm. You know, you got an adult man who says, um, uh, hey, I, I need a prayer partner. Right. You know, would you be my prayer partner? Mm -hmm. And you pray five minutes before church. 10 minutes after church, whatever. You just you just meet up. You don't have to make it 45 minutes, but right. but you just spend time praying mm -hmm. with each other, and that team hears you praying for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's powerful. It that's is. pretty neat. That helped me in my life. When I was a kid, yeah. when I was a teenager, my pastor invited me to come into the men's prayer meeting, and here's all these old guys. Amen. And man, to hear those guys pray. Oh. And uh, I remember one of the— That's an experience. It is. If you've ever been with someone who really knows how to get older, God, oh yeah, it, it's yeah. like the hair in the back of your neck almost starts yeah. raising up. I did a revival in Mansfield at the Mansfield Baptist Temple a number of years ago, and I said the men had prayer time every night before the service, and I said, okay, here's the deal. I said we'll have prayer time if the teenagers will come, mm. and I said if the teenagers don't come, we're not going to do it. And I said if the teenagers are going to come, then the then the men have to come, and we had. Six about fifty or sixty. Amen. Senior men and teenage boys Amen. praying together. It was phenomenal. Amen. And those old guys, they were so excited to see yes. those young guys there. They had yes. prayer time all the time, but they never had any young guys. Yep. And those young guys, you could see, were gleaning from those older men. And I think that carried on for a, a good long Amen. time afterwards. And I would encourage that again as these kids are coming home from camp this summer. Start that up, you know, get get those old guys to encourage those young guys to come. Um, if, if you have a teenage son or daughter, get them to those prayer times. Take them to those prayer times. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and I think if you could if you could spend some time sharing some verses with those kids that will deal with the decisions that they've made, it, whether it be to get rid of something or to add something to their lives, you know, you're a little bit older. You've got time to do some of that that study. And just go to them, hey, I found a verse for you. If you're used to using your phone, text it to them. You know, obviously today you have to be careful. If you're an adult and you're texting mm -hmm. some kid, you got to make sure yeah. it's okay with their parents. Yeah. You know, and as an, and I hate to say this, as older people, sometimes we don't get that today. So people are very right. cautious that way. Right. So you got to be careful of that. But uh, you go to the parents and, and ask them, 
and set it up. And if the parents say, no, that's fine, you know, write it down on a piece of paper, meet them at church. But I think that kind of stuff can really be a help. And if you've been involved in ministry and you still get a heart for it, invite those kids. A kid plays an instrument, have them play in a little orchestra in the church, or maybe, maybe it's just the two of you. Uh, you play the trumpet, find a kid that plays the trumpet, have them sit with you. It, they're not going to be perfect, but man, to get them attached to someone who wants to serve the Lord, I think is very, very important. Amen. A lot of churches have softball teams. Yes. And I'm, I know I'm treading on, on toes <laughs> here. The big thing is to win the trophy, to be the champion. Right. You know, and so in that softball team, maybe a, a team that isn't very coordinated, it, it would people would be furious. Mm. Why is he on the team? What what's the best trophy? Yeah. You know that maybe you made an impact on somebody that maybe his dad. You know it, it could be a single parent. Right. He never had a dad to play catch with, yeah. and just by him playing catch, you know, it it does something to him. Yeah. He's included. Yeah. He's been excluded and everything. It doesn't have to be a sermon. Mm-hmm. It can just be interaction, yeah. and the opportunities we have. What does the Bible say that set up these memorials and then remember, you need to talk about my commandments every time you go to church. Doesn't say that. No. When thou liest down, when thou rises up, when thou walkest by the way. That's the important thing that we should be doing is let's get better, let's get more interaction. Find a way to make a good, positive interaction. It doesn't have to be a sermon, it doesn't have to be a Bible lesson. It's just you're making an impact in somebody's life. Yeah, I know Steve, Ben, and Nick when I let them play on that team. <laughs> when they said, our dad never plays catch with us. Exactly. He doesn't know how. Exactly. Um, he won't throw the ball. He's embarrassed. <laughs> Man, it did them good, you know. Yeah, they stumbled a little bit, but I helped them. <laughs> exactly. But, you exactly. know, and you're right. And I did always want to win. Yes. You know? But... You got to temper some of that stuff, huh? right? You're, you know, what you're is right. the what is the most important? Yeah, and and you know what? How about have this? How about have two games? How about there one for serious, one for fun? There you go. How about one for you know just the older guys? How about one for dads and sons or yeah. whatever? I, I'm convinced too, and I've said this many times on this podcast. Some kind of sports outreach. I think there are a lot of kids that want to play, but it's so competitive today, and it's so political sometimes. Just for kids to go out and be able to have a good time, I, I think that would be huge in a community today. I, I think people would enjoy their kids just having a good time and not have to worry about, am I going to make the travel team? Am I good enough if to make the pros? If any of my former uh, soccer players are listening that I coach, they're probably keeling over right now yeah, yeah. whenever I say it doesn't matter if you win. I'm not talking about yeah. your high school team. Yeah, right. Because what I always looked at is that's an opportunity – to get them to feel success mm-hmm. so I can get the scriptures in them. And yes. That was always my prayer. Yes. Because nobody admires a coach that goes 0 and 20. Yeah. And the next year, 1 and 21. Yeah. You know, I mean, so when you have success, now, you know, you have that opportunity that right. people see it. There are still men in their 40s and some <laughs> starting to be in 50s yeah. who say, Hi, coach. Yeah. 
That's what they yeah. say. Yeah. They don't tell yeah. me pastor or no. you know, they say, hey, coach. Yeah. You know, and so in any way you can make an influence for somebody, do it. That's why they always call me Bat Boy. <laughs> no, no, I no, thought they thought it was boy. a hero. No, 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 Bat Boy. <laughs> I thought they called me Fat Boy. I was so offended. Bat Boy. That's what it is. Bench warmer. <laughs> you got a lady that really knows how to cook. And she says, uh, hey, you two girls, can you ask your mom if you can come over and help me? And yeah. we're going to cook mm. for Widow Smith. Yeah. And then we're going to go and drop a by and, right. you know, just talk to her for about half an hour. Yeah. That That's transformative, mm. that kind of stuff. Whenever you right. see, I can do that. Yeah. You know, uh, I can do that. Whenever teenagers see something they can do. How about this? How about an older lady? She'd have to be quite old. She said to a young lady, this is an iron. This is how you turn it on. This is a shirt. And this is how you use it. That'd be a great experience for a lot of young people. This is a vacuum cleaner. We just lost a large portion of women. But there's a, there is a large portion of a generation that doesn't think that stuff's important. I know. I know. And I think it is. Very important. Because and, if nothing else, it goes to character. Yeah. How about this? How about an older lady that knows how to cook has some boys over and teaches them how to cook? I mean, my mom. Yeah. My mom taught me how to cook, sew, do the laundry. She said, I, I don't know when you're going to get married. If, if you do get married, and I want you to be able to take care of yourself. And That's why yeah. Baptist Bible College mm-hmm. Canada, you mm-hmm. got the Susie Homemaker Award. Well, I really could so. <laughs> you know, I, I thought other guys, you know, the Preacher Boy Award, that kind of stuff. No. Susie no. Homemaker Award. That's, that's awesome. right. That's the one. <laughs> Phil Clayton got the Preacher. I mean, look what happened to him. I mean, I'm still going. <laughs> He's having heart attacks and surgeries. Not me. No, no. I'm eating healthy and clean. Yes. Because <laughs> I know about potatoes. <laughs> Let him that thinketh he standeth. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Phil. <laughs> wow. What a week. What a week. Just get involved. Get involved. Get involved in yeah. our teenagers. Yes. Somehow, invest, some way. Invest. Yes. And you're going to change your church. Yeah. You will literally yeah. change your church. Stop complaining and start creating opportunities Amen. for young people to be what you want them to be. Amen. Because there's a lot of them that need it. For yep. sure. And they would appreciate it. Yeah. They may not, they may never thank you until they're 25 years old. Mm, yeah. But, or maybe they'll never thank you, but you'll yeah. make a difference. Yeah. Thanks, coach. You made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never be good enough to play for me. <laughs> you play. You play soccer about as good oh, as I ice skate. Soccer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would love to play hockey. But I cannot skate backwards. I cannot get those knees to go weep well, weep well, yeah. to go backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you stay with soccer and I'll stay with hockey. Sounds good. Both of us will stay on the bench because neither one of us can exactly. play anymore. Exactly. We're way better coaches Nobody now. Nobody wants a guy who's 60 pounds overweight and oh, 62 years old. Yeah. I don't know what that is. They're biased. Yeah, I don't know. It's prejudice. Maybe because I can't run up and down the – well, you can, good. you can, but we have to have an ambulance standing by <laughs> at all times. Trust me, you can't even make it through an airport. <laughs> I told Denise, I said, "There's no way I'm having AFib this week because nope. of 
Al is going to be saying, what was right. down again? That's right. Again. I'm Al Stone, and I have had a tremendous week with you here on this podcast. And Amen. Brother Wolven, thank you uh, again for uh, a great time together, and look forward to being back together yeah, again. Yeah, appreciate the messages. Sometime right? sometime next year, we'll probably be back Amen. together again. Yes, at some I'm point. I'm not going to be around for a while you now. You know, yeah, we think we're not, and then it's like, hey, we're back together yeah, again. Yeah, well, we try to make that happen. Yep. Right? So hopefully next time we hear... <laughs> oh man, that'd be Gonna great. Gonna start COVID all over again. That's right. There you go. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Prudenville, Michigan, at Camp Kobiak. And uh, please, 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 please just stay faithful to God. Do a little bit more today than you did yesterday. Amen. Help a teenager. Amen. Help a teenager Amen. today. God bless you. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Monday. Look forward to it. Get ready for a great weekend. It's coming. Hey, we missed it. What? We should have had some nice music playing in the background. For only $9.25, you can help a teenager. You know what I forgot? I forgot to say happy anniversary to my wife last week. Ooh. Yeah, June 15th, which is now... Too bad, pal. I said it to her. I said it to her, but not on Tim. Yes. Okay. So 38 years of wedded bliss with the most truthful, honest, (laughs) kind who's never, never ever stretched the truth one single bit. Only a fool would say something like that. (laughs) Only only a man who wants to get a laugh. (laughs) This is Tim Dice. We'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.